everyone. Becky Pike Puss here. What's up? Happy, happy Friday. I have another great tip for you today. And so as you go about your day, one, I want you to look outside and find three things that are green. And if you live in a sunny, sunny you know, place, I want you to find three things that are colorful. All right. So look at that. Get some creativity going. I'm looking at flowers, uh, a bush, and snow. Just kidding. We don't have snow quite yet. But uh, now that you have your minds ready to go, I'm going to share with you some guidelines for measuring results because I know return on investment is important. I know that people want to know how, like, how far should I take it? How far is too far? How do I determine that was training on its own and there wasn't anything, it had nothing to do with marketing, all that good stuff. So I have seven little tips for you around measuring results. So the first one, measure uh, before and after if possible. You want to have a baseline to say, oh, the training was scoring this prior to the changes and now we're scoring this after the fact. So if you don't have a before and after, I recommend as you're starting to design your new workshop to come up with a way to evaluate the class you're going to be replacing content and making that change for. So the before and after, that's number one. Number two is allow time for possible results to take place. Don't start rolling it up and saying, CEO, here's how it went. Give it some time so that you can see some results. For instance, we worked with a bank, the bank tellers specifically, were making a bunch of errors, which was costing the bank a lot of money. So let me give you an example. Um, they, they take somebody's deposit in and then they give back the wrong amount of money. Well, now they have to track that down. Or the individual comes back saying, hey, I'm owed $20. They also were doing things like the deposit slip wasn't added up correctly and they were forgetting to re-add just in case. So all of that then generates a letter which generates mail, which is costly. Then the person has to call the bank and you get the idea. It's cyclical, just goes down that rabbit trail and takes forever. So allow time for results to take place before anything else. And that's a good selling point, right? We're having all these errors. This training can fix it and then give it time to, to be able to show that it really has fixed it. Number three is use a control group, not, not receiving the training if practical. So a control group is going to be your champions, folks that are going to test things out for you and say yay or nay. That control group is really awesome. And these are people that aren't necessarily receiving the training. I'm just going to find somebody who is on the front lines and has been there two weeks. Find somebody on the front line that's been there 10 weeks, maybe my HR manager, my, and so on and so forth. It's people that wouldn't be receiving the training and now you're going to kick it up 50% better the second time. Four, statistically analyze data. So anything you can say, oh, we had two assessments. Here's the data that we got from that. Anything within that training that you've created, figure out how you can analyze and provide data. Number five is repeat at appropriate time. So you want to measure results, but maybe you need more than one session of the class to be able to do that. So first, get all those other four things done, you know, your before and after measurements, 
what results took place, your control group, you're analyzing that data now, and you want to have maybe multiple sessions to do that. Number six, cost versus benefits. I just got back from Saudi Arabia. I know, right? Awesome. I was there for a significant amount of time. Nine days is a long time to be somewhere. It did take a long time to get there in all fairness. But one of the things I thought about with this particular client is the amount of cost it was for me to go there to train, you know, X number of their team members, maybe 15 or 20, which isn't a lot. And they had videographers and they had photographers because they are going to start selling this program, being partners with us in Saudi Arabia. Well, the cost is significant, but they know that the benefit can be much higher. So you have to decide the session that you're teaching is the amount of cost worth the benefit. And last but not least, number seven, look for evidence, not proof, if it is not possible to get proof. Evidence is training worked, but there was a, a product launch, so that might have helped too. It's really hard to say just one thing made the difference, but look for evidence that training was part of a bigger picture. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Becky Pike Pluth with the Bob Pike Group. Another creative training tip is coming at you next Friday. Have a great day. We'll see you soon.